You are listening to the Speaker Springboard Podcast with your host, Alfred Poor. Welcome to the Speaker Springboard Podcast, where corporate leaders, business executives, and other good public speakers come to become great speakers. Every week, you'll hear about practical tips and valuable resources that will help you get your message across, whether it's on stage or online. This week, my guest is Randy Pizer of Author One Stop. She's a book coach and broker who edits or ghostwrites her clients' books and then helps them find agents and publishers to get a contract. She knows how to make your book stand out from the thousands and thousands of manuscripts that publishers receive every year. She can help you learn what's hot and what's not in your subject area, decide between traditional publishing and self-publishing, and even how to get killer quotes for your book cover, even if you don't know anyone famous. So, Randy, welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here, Alfred. Oh, great. Well, let's just dive right into the questions. So, who's your ideal client? You know, I, I work with a lot of nonfiction authors. And so, for example, in the leadership space, I'm very, very strong. You know, all business books, mind, body, spirit books, uh, self-help, personal growth. And uh, some memoir. Memoir is a, a tougher sell these days because publishers are mainly looking for a celebrity memoir. Although I do have one memoir that I, you know, got a book deal for that's been optioned for Hollywood films. So that's really exciting, too. Excellent. You know, but if somebody, for example, yeah, it's very cool. If somebody brings me a business book, I'm going to be pitching it to McGraw-Hill, HarperCollins Leadership, HarperCollins Business you know, they're, they're different imprints. And, you know, I've just got such stellar connections because I've been doing this for over 20 years. Wonderful. So I'm just sort of curious, you know, you mentioned leadership and, and some of those other topics. What are some of the, the big topics these days? I know diversity, equity, inclusion is certainly a hot one on the speaking speaker market. Is that the same for the books? Very much so. Uh, anything having to do with life beyond COVID, you know, whether it's in the workspace or dealing with the great resignation, you know, I'd say that's, you know, pretty current as well. I'll tell you what I have um, coming up, actually, and it, it's such an assortment. So it really depends on what a publisher is looking for. And I have, like I mentioned, like over 20 years of connections to all these, you know, New York publishers. So for example, uh, this coming month, I have an Oracle deck coming out, and it's by some women from an indigenous tribe that's never been represented in print. So that's really cool. But I also have a book coming out um, in October called The Skincare Hoax for one of my clients. And it's written by uh, Dr. Fane Frey, who is a, a top dermatologist and chemist talking about all the scams going on by, you know, multi-million dollar companies that are just, you know, using their marketing prowess, but not really benefiting consumers. And I have an anime memoir that's coming out as well by one of the founders of anime. So again, it's it's a wide reach. Yeah, that's awesome. So like, there's always, I guess there's a market for just about everything. So I know a lot of people feel, well, you know, I've, I've got this book in me, you know, I've got this message that the world needs to hear. A lot of times they try to go it, go it alone. What are some of the symptoms, the problems that people tend to run into when they try to do it on their own? I'd say one of the main problems is doing things out of sequence. So I'll often have people who have contacted me and they've said, well, I sent it to, you know, X number of literary agents and nobody's getting back to me or the few that are getting back to me are saying, thank you, no, thank you. 
And so I start asking questions. And the questions I might ask are, well, has your manuscript been analyzed? Uh, no. Uh, has your manuscript been professionally edited? No. Isn't that what they do? No, it's not. Like, you know, if I'm going to pitch anything to a, a top literary agent, you know, I mean, some of these agents have gotten six-figure deals for my clients. You know, that, that manuscript has to be stellar. Then I'll mention things like, well, did you submit a book proposal? And they'll say, oh, yeah, I sent my query letter. Then I have to explain that for all nonfiction projects, a business plan is necessary, not just a one-page query letter. A book proposal is the business plan, and they're 20 to 30 pages long in which we are proving the sale of the book in different categories. So people just don't know what you don't know. So doing things out of sequence is just a major, major problem. Another mistake that people make, and I'd say a very big mistake, is to self-publish first. So some people say, oh, you know, I'm just going to get the book going. Then they'll see, you know, that it's up on Amazon. And But the, here's the problem. Once it's up on Amazon, you now have a track record of sales. And if your sales, if you don't sell a certain amount of books in the first year, no one's going to touch that book or your next book. It is so much easier for me to get book deals for first-time authors, which is what I primarily do. I primarily get book deals for first-time authors with these New York publishers. But it's so much easier for me to do it if you don't have a small track record of sales. You know, it's interesting you mentioned the business plan. I mean, it's been a while since I've had my last major publisher contract for a book. But back then, there was no social media reach that you had to describe. But now they say, well, you know, what's your reach? What's your audience? If you don't have a big following on on some of the social media channels, it sounds like it's much more difficult to get the contract. I tell people there are two parts to the conversation to get a book deal with a traditional publisher. The first part has to do with your content. It has to be differentiated. You need to be bringing something new to the conversation that's really going to contribute to people's lives because you have the impact you want to make, but has that impact already been made by other people? You have to be, you know, you have to own your lane. That's what I tell people. So that's one part of the conversation is about your content. And the other part, Alfred, you're absolutely correct, is about your ability to promote. So, for example, over 20 years ago, when my first book came out, which was called Crappy to Happy, and this was before social media, I still didn't get a book deal for four years until I was out in the public doing a one-woman show. All of a sudden, I got a book deal after trying for four years to get a book deal. Why? Because I had visibility. I had eyeballs. Now you're right. It has come down to social media. And the truth is, if you don't have the social media, you can delegate it. You don't have to be the person who's you know, sitting on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or wherever your target market is doing that. I delegate all of my social media. And I, you know, and I have superb referral partners for people who want a traditional book deal. So I just refer here. This is the guy I work with. This is the gal I recommend. This is the guy who will do your Facebook ads, the LinkedIn, whatever it is. And they're tops in their lanes. And so that's what I tell people, you know, like, uh, you know, one of the things we might like to discuss is the difference between self-publishing and traditional publishing. Do you have a favorite? Is always one's better than the other? I like both for different reasons, and this is how I break it down, generally speaking. I tell people, if you want to get a book out quickly, you want total control over every word you've written, over your cover design, just absolute control over everything, and you typically want to make more money per book, self-publish. However, if you are using your book for your career, definitely try for a traditional publisher. Now, why? So my authors, who I've gotten book deals for, 
all of a sudden, like the Tao of Influence, five weeks on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. Finding the Wow, all of a sudden featured in Oprah Magazine. You know, um, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale, uh, featured in Time Magazine. These are all first-time authors, two of my clients in every FedEx office store around the country, all of the authors in every Barnes & Noble around the country. You know, so more media opportunities and, and frankly, more credibility opens up when your book comes out through McGraw-Hill or HarperCollins or, you know, our major publisher. And, you know, and some of my authors have gotten six-figure deals. That can be very sweet. I did, never got that far, but I, I mean, I did have a couple titles that pretty much put our kids through college. That's wonderful. So if somebody's thinking about publishing a book, what's the, what's the most important first step for them to take, do you think? The first step is, you know, I love to have just a very brief, just a 15 minute conversation with people. You know, I don't charge for that. And when I hear a person's goals and then I can just tell them, you know, this is the sequence. This is exactly what needs to happen. You know, because everybody's sequence might be slightly different. It depends on the scope of the project. But I can very quickly ask a few questions, guide that short conversation, and then people know the exact steps that they need. It's so helpful to have a an experienced guide in a, in a new land like that. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm, I'm offering a new program that Alfred, is, it's, it just went up on my website this past week, and I, I would love to mention it. And this is a, it's an in-person immersion experience. And it's for people who want to take their book or a script or an idea or a story and write a screenplay for film, television, or screening services. But the difference that we're going to provide, because, you know, there's a lot of companies that might offer screenwriting classes. However, in this experience, people are also going to learn about all of the production cues that should be included. And that's going to give people a, a step up, a, a foot up when they're submitting their screenplays for consideration, whether it's a nonfiction documentary or whether it's, you know, fiction, whatever the story People are going to learn in this very deep dive experience, you know, how to do it right. So their projects will have a better chance of being considered. And I'm really excited about that. I'm really, really excited about it. And how can people find that? So my website, authoronestop.com. And right at the top, I have like a big banner, you know, big phrase, you know, about the, you know, writing for film, television and streaming services production. There's, it's right there. It says click there and it goes, you know, there's a lot more information there. And we're going to be running it in, in cities around the country. So it's a, a live in-person workshop. Yes, it's absolutely. And it's going to be very small group classes, not more than 15 people so that people are really, really well served. And we'll be writing a script in class. Not your own script, but a script that everybody's doing together. So you're really learning incredibly valuable skills that include the screenplay plus so much more. And that's all outlined on authoronestop.com. Wonderful. So do you have a, a valuable free resource that you'd like to share with the audience? Sure, sure. For, for people who are focused on writing a book and you're thinking about, well, what's the right book to write? And so I have a report um, that I, I, I love to share with people, and it puts you through, so it's a short report, but it's going to put you through really powerful exercises, short writing exercises for you to get really clear. Is your best book a memoir? You're telling your life story. Is it prescriptive memoir in which you're telling your life story, but you're providing steps or insights for other people, the people who are reading your book? 
or is it a how-to book? Are you positioning yourself as an expert? You know, and, and maybe you're going to do a certain amount of steps per chapter in which you're helping people. So it, there's all these different ways to figure out what is the best book for me to write. Awesome. And how can we find that? The easiest way, I, I sent you a copy of the link. Yep. We'll put that in the description for the episode. Yeah. I think that's probably the easiest way because it's right. you know, kind of a long leak. So. Okay. So. Well, we will we'll yeah. put that in, 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 the, in the description for sure. Sure. And so before we end, um, just the, the one question I always ask is, what's the, what's the one question that I forgot to ask you? <laughs> we've, it's so funny because we've covered so much ground in such a short period of time. And there are so many different directions I could go in. But um, I'd like to talk about a little bit about timing. So I pitch books all year long. You know, for over 20 years, I was going into New York every single year pitching live. Like the last one was uh, pre-COVID and I had 25 meetings in two and a half days pitching 16 projects. You know, yeah, I am that gal on steroids. You know, this is, this is my passion. I love to get people book deals. And so what I tell people, and, and what I mentioned earlier, if you want to get a book out quickly, self-publish. Through traditional publishing, it's going to take a year to a year and a half before that book comes out. Sometimes shorter, but it's a much longer time frame. Because so much happens through a traditional publisher. You know, they're, they're contacting Barnes & Noble book buyers to get pre-orders. They're, you know, they're setting up for reviews. There's just so much that, that goes on be, behind the scenes from the time a contract is offered. And this is presuming you've got a full manuscript to begin with, right? Yes, yes. You know, I, I can shop stuff based on the, the book proposal and sample chapters. It's not my preference unless there's the potential for a six-figure deal because the competition is so high and so many people are coming in with you know manuscripts that are polished and ready to go along with the book proposal and that's really my preference you know like you know I wrote a book proposal that got a six figure deal in a bidding war between nine publishers you know Simon and Schuster took the book I am a master of the proposal I offer an inexpensive way to do them because most people are charging in the thousands to do them and I am not I have a very inexpensive way to make them happen. And I think that's important for people to know. Excellent. Well, wow. Uh, we could go on and on. This is <laughs> there's so much great stuff in all this. I can't thank you enough for being so generous with your time and your knowledge today. This has been awesome. I look forward to continuing the conversation in the future. Thank you, Alfred. Thanks for listening. If you or your team would like to improve the impact of your online presentations, be sure to attend the free monthly demonstration of the Speaker Springboard system. For details, go to www.speakerspringboard.com demonstration. Hope to see you there.